Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of a beautiful baby girl who is fighting for her life. May Hashem give Rucham Aleya Basara a refuah shalema, a complete and speed recovery, and give strength, energy, and spirit to her entire family during this difficult time. This week's Parsha Perspective is in loving memory of the Neil Iron Ben Yigal, Leah Mitcha Basak of Yosef, Edward Ben Ephraim, Shlomo Ben Edward, and Yerachmed Daniel Ben Gedalia. May the souls be uplifted and may the memories be a blessing. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Baha'u'llah worthy of praise. Our Parsha begins with God telling Moshe Rabbeinu that his brother the high priest has a specific and unique job that only he should do. He should light the menorah daily in the Mishkan. God then gave Moshe the instructions on how the tribe of Levi was to purify themselves before working in the Mishkan. They had to remove all their hair off their body, be sprinkled with the paraduma, with the water of the ashes of the red heifer, and bring two special sacrifices, two special karbanas. As the Jewish people continued to travel through the desert, they began to complain to Moshe Rabbeinu. They weren't happy because they only ate mud, the special heavenly bread, and they wanted meat instead. They wanted foods they had in Egypt like cucumbers, garlic, melons, fish, onions, and leeks. Moshe Rabbeinu became very angry and spoke to God and said, Why did you give me the burden of leading these people alone? In response, God sent quail birds from the ocean to provide meat for the Jewish people. But all those who complained and all those who were gluttonous were punished by God and were killed because of their lack of faith. The Parsha concludes with Miriam Hanaviyah. Moshe Rabbeinu's sister being afflicted with Tsaras, with leprosy for speaking ill of Moshe Rabbeinu to her other brother, Aaron Akayan. She was sent outside the Jewish camp and had to spend seven days in isolation before returning. The Jewish people waited for her before continuing their journey for seven days. However, a question comes to mind. When God heard Miriam and Aaron speaking about Moshe Rabbeinu, he called all three of them to the oil money to the tent of meeting. But God only rebuked Miriam and Aaron and not Moshe. So why did God call all three if he was only going to speak to Miriam and Aaron? The Ranban Rav Moshe ben Nachman, a leading Torah scholar from the 12th century, gives an interesting explanation. He writes that the Torah uses the word suddenly. And this is used because Moshe Rabbeinu had a high level of nevuah, a high level of prophecy. And this allowed him to speak to God at any moment in any place. Unlike others, including his brother Aaron the high priest, or Miriam Hanaviyah, Miriam his sister, who needed to be in a specific location like the tent of meeting, the oil maid, or prepare before speaking to God. The Ranban explains that God spoke to Miriam instead of allowing the Tsaras to develop naturally, for it would have led to speculation and doubt regarding its origin. So God confronted Miriam Hanaviyah in recognition of her past actions that saved Moshe Rabbeinu when he was a baby. But God used Moshe's holiness to speak with Miriam and address the hurtful words she has said about her brother. And this is why Moshe Rabbeinu was called out first, followed by his sister and then his brother, but then excluded when God reprimanded Miriam and Aaron. However, the Balaturim, Rav Yaakov ben Usher, in his Sefer the Torah Aruch, gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He writes that God excluded Moshe Rabbeinu from the second time because God was going to praise Moshe and highlight his virtues. In God's response to Miriam Hanaviyah, 
He says that Moshe Rabbeinu is trusted in his household, and God speaks to him plainly without any riddles. And yet earlier in the same chapter, we learn that Moshe Rabbeinu was the most humble person on earth. And since God was going to acclaim, was going to praise Moshe's holiness and humility, he did not call him forward the second time. The Balaturim teaches us from this, that one should not praise a person excessively in their presence because it can make them arrogant and egotistical. While we can publicly praise someone to honor their commitment, to honor their kindness and dedication to a cause, going too far with praise can and probably will lead to negative consequences. It can make others jealous and spiteful and harm the person receiving the recognition by making them arrogant and by making them egotistical. Extreme praise can make someone forget what their true source of success really is. Was it luck, their intelligence, their business acronym? Or was it God guiding and blessing them to share His gift with the world? HaKadosh Baruch Hu, God did not publicly glorify Moshe Rabbeinu, the most humble person in the world to teach us a very profound and deep lesson. That excessive flattery leads to ruin. As David Melech puts it so beautifully in Tehillim, chapter 12, verse 3 through 5. Men speak lies to one another. Their speech is smooth. They talk with duplicity. May God cut off all the flattering lips and every tongue that speaks arrogance. They say, by our tongues we shall prevail. With lips such as ours, who can be our master? But because of the groans and the screams of the poor and needy, I will act now, says God. I will be their help. In our daily life, it is imperative to realize that humility is crucial in how we perceive ourselves and how we interact with others. True humility is not about underestimating our worth and heaven forbid not diminishing our abilities. Instead, it is a shift in focus from ourselves to others. When we are humble, when we act with humility, we cultivate a sense of empathy and compassion. We create space to truly listen and understand the experiences and the perspectives of others. We grow, we learn, we expand our knowledge to continuously seek to better ourselves and achieve our godly potential. There is a powerful quote by C.S. Lewis. Humility is not thinking less of yourself. It is thinking of yourself less. Have a great weekend and a good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Thank you.